0: Welcome to Adorama Voice, a voice for creators. I'm your host, Daniel Norton. In this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about finding your creative voice, whether you be a photographer, a painter, musician, poet, writer, finding your voice is key. We're going to talk a little bit about how we might do that and how being a creator helps you to be a creator, as they say. But first, let's hear a review. If you'd like to support this podcast, one of the best ways you can do it is to rate or review it on your podcast host of choice. So each week I'm going to read a review, and this one comes from ENH22. First rate, this podcast is wonderful. I'm not a photographer on any level, but Daniel's words really have a universal reach. Art and the act of creating it helps to connect us all as humans. And I think Daniel captures that idea here in a beautiful way. I can't wait to join the conversation and talk about how images, photographers, artists, and creatives work together to create beauty, inspire change, and reinforce our shared humanity. Yeah, I think that is very important and one of the main goals of this podcast, and I would love to hear all of your voices here. So uh, stay tuned to the end, and I will give you all the information how you could have your voice on the air, or at least your words. Not just by putting a review in, but by giving your comments and thoughts via email or a message on the Anchor app. Today, I want to talk a little bit about finding your voice as a creator. So this is one of those questions that I get asked a lot by people who are maybe just starting to consider themselves to be, if you want to use the word, artists or creators. And the reason why I say it like that is it's not just new people, meaning that they are uh, younger, right? It might, you might have gotten into being a creator later on in life. Or it might be that you've been, let's say, taking pictures or drawing just in general, I was about to say for fun, but hopefully it's always for fun Uh, in general, your whole life. And now you're just really starting to think to yourself, you know what? This is something that I am, that I want to be known as, that I might want to do for to gain recognition. Maybe uh, I'm doing it for money. You might be doing it for a local club. You might just be doing it you know, for yourself, but you want to be recognized as that up until this point. You've been creating, you've been, do, you've been traveling, you've been setting up your, your easel and painting watercolor landscapes whenever you traveled, but now you want to maybe uh, put them up online on Instagram and get people to enjoy them as well, to spread that kind of joy to people of, that you have in creating with others, right? So how do you start to define what is your voice or your style? And I think this is a question that we all have because- Clearly, a lot of people believe that it's important, right? It wouldn't be a question people ask me all the time if it wasn't important to people. So uh, there's some out there that just say it doesn't matter. Just make the art create what you like and just be, right? And that's a cool way to be, especially if you're just doing it, just doing it. I shouldn't say it like that, but if you're doing it for the point of just expressing and sharing it to people. But if you want to start to build up a following, if you want to start to do it, uh, commissioned work or to to do it for work to be hired, uh, you know, to to do your your art. Let's say if it's photography or videography, you're an artist. Maybe you you're an illustrator. Maybe you want your illustrations to be in books and stuff like that, right? So there's definitely um, there's definitely different avenues that you could take. But in order for somebody to want to Work with you, generally speaking, especially if they're finding you cold. Obviously, there's the whole if you know people or you, you know, this and that. But talking about just finding you cold, they're going to want to look at your body of work and see consistency, not just consistency in quality, but consistency in style, consistency in voice. So, how do we do that? A lot of this is self-editing. I'll say that if you've been doing something long enough. Your work should, in theory, (laughs) start to have a consistent thread through it that maybe sometimes you don't see, but that doesn't mean that everything we do falls into that category, right? I may have a very specific way of working, but not every photo I take looks like that. So it's incumbent on me as the creator to look at my work with the proper eye so that I can choose what images I should show people, images that really represent the thing that I'm trying to say in my overall scheme of my work, the the voice that I have, what what, what is it is that I'm saying, because we're all saying something when we're creating, and usually if you do it long enough, especially you'll see there is a consistent voice that will come forward. So how do we do that? What, what are, Let's get to this. First of all, one of the hardest things to do, and this is it, because it's going to sound super vague is in order to figure out what it is that you do, that's your voice, you just need to create. You need to create consistently enough work so you can go back and evaluate it. Don't be afraid to try things that you just want to try. If you have no work, you're just starting from scratch and you say, let's say in my case, I want to be a fashion photographer. If I just say, well, I'm only going to shoot fashion because I want to be a fashion photographer, so I'm just going to shoot this style because this is a style that I see is popular right now and I work in that style consistently. I will probably have some kind of consistent work, but I won't be able to truly find my voice. All I'm doing there is chasing something. What you want to do is anything that interests you, that seems you know to draw your artistic eye, you should work with. Right? I might be a fashion photographer, but I might see somebody on the street and say, hey, I want to make their portrait because it's really interesting. I might travel and photograph some beautiful landscape or landmark. Maybe I go to like a castle or something and photograph the, the architecture of it. And you might say, well, well but how is that going to help me find my voice as a fashion photographer? Well, as you start to look through the work you're doing, you may notice things, the way that you compose, the way that you see light, the way that you use light if you're creating your own light that will then be useful to you when creating the images of fashion, right? Maybe you see that, that you love landscape as well, and maybe you want to start photographing the, the subjects in a landscape, and that's part of your vision, right? You find these beautiful architectural uh, monuments or buildings or interiors, and you place your models in them and create the work that way. So then you're going to start looking for designers that their clothes and stuff work with that, right? So now you're already starting to move in this direction that you can create a stronger body of work because you found not only do you just love fashion, you love architecture and you can put those things together and maybe you'll find that the fashions that you like photographing or the designers that you like working with have more of a kind of, you know, very rigid kind of style, right? Like architecture, you may find these things tie together and this is how you're going to start looking for this thread and working through it. You want to look for the consistency in your work. In order to be something, you just have to be it, right? You have to just go out there and do it. And and when you want to be a photographer, you just have to photograph things, create images, capture the moment, capture the images, bring those things together. Then it comes down to the editor's eye. We have to look back with an open mind and open eyes, really, right? We have to say, where is the consistency? Where is the thread that runs through this work? And when you're first starting... This is going to be difficult because there's going to be such an abundance of work that finding the exact thing that connects it all together might be tricky. It might require other people helping you. Perhaps you go to peers or to people that you work for, that you trust. Maybe you go to events like I was just at WPPI convention a little while back and they do portfolio reviews there. And you have people look at your work and you see what they say. What does somebody from the outside see when they look at your work? What are they seeing here? You know, many times, like (laughs) it's funny when I um, when I used to shoot a lot of musicians. Okay, what I would do is before I met them, before I looked at any of the work, before we talked about anything of how they want to be photographed, you know, because usually it was a manager or a a uh, record label or sometimes a magazine that was reaching out to me. I would say, I want to hear their work. I want to hear the music, and from that music, I would try to, in my mind, create a picture of the artist. What do I think of when this music comes forth? What is it that makes the music something that really grabs me or that really connects, you know, to me? And then from there I would start to jot down ideas. Then when I met the person, I would kind of put the things together. And sometimes it was a, a cool contrast, right? It'd be like, whoa, like I was thinking wild, whatever, blah, blah, when I see this, but I see you you dress really conservatively and this and that. And maybe we can combine that. Or maybe the whole thing's wild, or maybe the music's conservative and the person looks wild. So You could start to come up with these ideas there. And sometimes I would photograph people and I'd say, oh, when I hear your music, I hear such and such and such. And then they would say, oh, wow, really? I never thought of it like that. And then sometimes they would think about it and be like, I I could see what you're saying there. I see that connection because I'm on the outside, right? I'm on the outside and I'm looking in. So find peer groups, find, you know, uh, conventions and things like that, that where there's professionals that you trust that can look at your work and hear what they have to say see what they see in your work and don't just go to one person go to multiple people and hopefully if you're consistent you'll find a consistent thread in what people say about your work and now you can really start to pick what you put in your book I'm not saying don't go out and photograph those beautiful landscapes anymore if you still want to do that but if ultimately your goal is to do portraits and you see this thread running through with the portraits and the the thing that people recognize is that you make beautiful portraits in outdoor locations well then in your portfolio just put the portraits in outdoor locations not necessarily locations themselves unless of course you can put it together in a collage fashion or something I mean I'm not saying again I'm not talking to any individual person here so I'm being generic on purpose because each person' is going to be a little different in fact I've seen beautiful books like that where it's a portrait in a landscape and then the landscape by itself wow that's such it's such a cool combination and do you guys shoot portraits and landscapes if so let me know I mean uh I would love for people to call in or paint. That would be really cool, or draw. I would love for people to call in and let me know about their experiences with working you know, with a subject in a landscape, not just photographing somebody outside, obviously, but using the landscape as part of it. If you do that kind of work, I would love to hear from you. You can send me a message on the Anchor app. You could send me an email, just like anything else. And make sure you put a link to like your Instagram or your whatever page you have that shows your work. I would love to see it. Okay, so going back to the idea of looking at stuff that you like and emulating it and that kind of thing. One one thing that I really, it was a breakthrough for me as I was building up my style was I started to realize that there were images, types of photography that I loved to look at. But those things were not my style. I would look at them and I'd be like, I want to do something like that. But then when I would go out and shoot, because I wasn't trying to copy it exactly, my work would be completely different. And I'd be like, wow, you know, I looked at all this really cool stuff over here. And then I didn't do anything like that. Like, what, what, What's wrong? Do I, am I not capable of that? Like, What's happening? And then what I realized was when I actually had the models on set and I started to work, I was shooting in my style. So I wasn't just creating what I had already seen. I was inspired by that. But then I put my twist on it, which made it a different thing because not everything that you like is your style. In fact, you should like lots of things that are not your style. Your style should be a combination of the things that come in, you know, in, into your, 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 your brain via looking, reading, you know, hearing, whatever. And then what kind of turns around inside and comes back out, that's your style. So it doesn't, it's usually not copying somebody specifically. Hopefully it's not just copying somebody specifically. It comes down to what we create after we're inspired by other things. And it could be other art, or it could just be a person, or it could be something that you do. Maybe you, maybe you go running, maybe you're a runner. And when you run, You get visions in your head, you get ideas in your head, you get concepts in your head to do the art that you do, the painting, the music, the the photography, the illustration, that kind of stuff. Not necessarily that you saw something when you were running, but just the way that your body feels, the way your mind works while you're doing it might inspire you. Same thing with watching movies or listening to music or just working with people. For me personally, I love to get on the New York City subway and just kind of drive around and just look at people. I love to look at the way people kind of dress. I love to look at the way people kind of stand and and move around, like how their natural uh, posture is. And I love to just look at the kind of the usually harsh and weird light that's in the subway and look for those moments where the person gets into that light just the right way where it becomes beautiful. And I use those things to inspire myself. I don't go to the subway and bring a model there and try to stick them in that light. But I think about those things you know, when I'm working and creating my own stuff. One final thing that I really want to talk about is that we need to truly believe in what we are creating in order to fully have a style. If you're constantly chasing the latest trend or you see something that's popular, so you're just like, well, I got to do that because I see it's popular and you don't trust in what you feel, what you want to create. And you're, you're not doing the things that you are inspired to do because you feel like they're not the things that are going to get you the views or the clicks or whatever, then you don't truly believe in yourself. And if you don't truly believe in your style, it will never come to fruition. You've got to believe in yourself. You've got to believe that what you're creating is important, important enough to share with people that other people might look at these images or this hear this music or read your poem and get something from it, right? You need to, You need to believe that. If you don't believe that, then your style will never come together. You'll just have these fragmented pieces your, your mind, your soul, whatever wants to put out there mixed in with the things you feel like you have to do because you've read somewhere or watched a, you know, a, a clickbaity video that was like five ways to make sure you get more Instagram followers. In my opinion, this is not the best way to do things. If you're trying to build a long lasting style, style is something that comes from you. It is the bit of you that you put into the work that you do. It's not a specific pen you use, a specific camera that you use, a type of paint. It's not a specific subject either. Once you have developed style, you can photograph, let's say in my case, all kinds of things. Right? I mostly photograph portraits now, but my portraits are not like somebody who came up with a different type of background to do portraits. My portraits are those of somebody who was a fashion photographer for a long time. I have a different way of thinking about things. My style has been shaped by what I've gone through, what I've created so far, and what I intend to create, the things that I really love, the things I like to do, the things I like to look at, the things that inspire me. When I go out and I look at you know, the shop windows and see the various clothes and stuff, I might not be shooting that fashion so much anymore, but it still makes me think about what I want to create when I'm making the portraits I make today. Your style is something that sticks with you through your entire, I'm going to say career, for lack of a better word. As an artist, as a creator, it's something that's going to be something you build up. It comes from inside you. And then once you embrace it, then everything you do is influenced by it. So when people bring you in or they hire you or they ask you to make their portrait or they ask you to paint a landscape for them or they ask you to illustrate something for their book or they ask you to, to, to write a, write music, something in you will come out. And it doesn't mean that it's always the same. In my opinion, some of the best creators... If you look at their work, it has a huge scope and it looks very different, but yet you can still look at it and go, oh yeah, that's from that person. And I think that is what's important. That is your style. That is your voice. And the way we get it is just by creating all that to come back to the beginning. If you are a creator, create, let yourself be free to create. Don't just do the things that you think you should be doing. Do the things that you are driven to do, that you want to do, that come from inside you. Then step back and look at it all periodically. Find the threads that connect it and then start narrowing things down and say, yes, this is my voice. This is what I want to say. These are the images. These are the illustrations. This is the music that I've created that evokes the emotions that I want to evoke in people. And I want to do more of that. This is my voice. So, have you found your voice? Are you searching for your style? Leave me a message here. You could either leave it on the Anchor app. There'll be a link in the show notes. You could send me an email to adoramavoice at gmail.com. You could attach a voice message to that so you could hear your voice on the air, or I could read it out if you'd rather just type it. Just let me know it's for reading on the air. If you haven't already, uh, go to your podcast provider and please review the show. Uh, I read a review every single episode, so maybe it'll be yours next time. This week I record the podcast a bit in advance because I'm off at a convention. So there won't be any messages read or played this week, but all the ones that are coming in, I will collect and they will be uh, brought to you next week. Speaking of that, the podcast is brought to you by Adorama. If you haven't checked them out already, check out adorama.com. You can get all your computer, photography, video, and audio needs there. If you guys want to be part of the show and get your messages in before next week, go ahead and leave me a message on the Anchor app. I will put a link in the show notes of how to do that. You could also send me an email, adoramavoice at gmail.com. You could either type out something and ask me to read it, or you could attach a voice message. All those work great. You can reach out to me on other social media as well, so we can have a conversation about any of these topics, and I appreciate you guys listening every week, and I'll talk to you soon.